welcome to Martell's Movie Madness. It is your host, as always, here, Ryan Martell. And uh, we're, we're inching closer and closer to the apocalypse every day. And as we get closer and closer to the apocalypse, we get right here to the end of the Salt franchise. Uh, I mean, it's been a wild ride, I'm not going to lie. Um, I enjoyed all the movies a lot more than I thought I would. and Because uh, I'd, I'd, I'd never seen part three, four, five, or six before. I might have seen three. I think I did see three, but I definitely hadn't seen four, five, or six before. Um, but yeah, I, I thought I gave, I had been given the Saw franchise a bad rap this whole time. It's not really that bad. Um, the movies are actually pretty good for the most part. Um, Saw 3D part seven is probably the worst. Uh, but it's not as bad as I remembered it being when I saw it in theaters. Uh, which is really crazy. Cause usually when I see a movie like, like that in a theatrical setting, it's usually, you know, I'm pretty much firm on what I believe and how it was. And then when I rewatch it, it's still about the same. Uh, but it's pretty crazy. Uh, um, just to talk about some current events real quick uh the coronavirus shit is still going on there are a lot of people that think we should reopen america to boost the economy and i am just like well if you want to have a healthy economy and unhealthy populace then let's go ahead and do that um south carolina is one of those states that is ready to reopen allegedly even though we haven't had our peak cases yet um it's fucking weird we live in a world where there's a fucking pandemic going on but the capitalistic greed of everybody else is kind of overwhelming the uh common sense of quarantining and you know making sure that everybody is safe and at home uh, not getting sick, not exposing themselves to this virus, but yep, here we are. I'm an essential worker. I've been working through the entire quarantine. Even after there's a stay at home order, I've been having to go to work. I've got a paperwork that says I'm allowed to be out because I'm an essential worker. It's insane. Um, I will say this people have been showing their appreciation for me a lot more i've been getting better tips at work so uh that's a bright side to this whole thing um but yeah i'm gonna go ahead and do the dates to plug real quick before i get any further into the show um of course this week i'm talking me and cagney has had talked sat down and talked about uh, Saw 3D and Jigsaw, so we're going to get to that a little later on. But first up, dates to plug. Uh, as of right now, they're not canceled. Uh, May 22nd through the 24th is the Crimson Screen Film Festival at South of Broadway Theater in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, I'm going to try my best to go to that. It's going to be um, a lot of fun. Flesher is screening. There's probably a lot of really good movie screening there uh they usually have more than a couple good cool celebrity guests um 
So uh, then June 20th is the 62nd Horror Challenge. It's going to be at Frothy Brewing Comp- uh, yeah, Frothy Beard Brewing Company in Charleston, South Carolina. So um, go check out that 62nd Horror Challenge. Just type in 62nd Horror Challenge on Facebook or Instagram. It'll pop right up. Uh, it's a unique little thing. It's uh, all short films. All the movies are under 60 seconds. And they pick 60 movies, and it's it's going to be a lot of fun, I feel like. They're, they're going to have some cool guests, and uh, hopefully by June we'll be able to go out and do things again. Um, but who knows? We may be still quarantining or re-quarantining, I guess, in June. Hopefully not, though. Um, but yeah, those are all my dates for this week uh, as of, well... The past few weeks, this is all I've had to plug because, I mean, everything's closed. There's a stay-at-home order for uh, North and South Carolina, so we're just sitting at home working and, you know, eating. So it's just, it's a bunch of crazy stuff going on in the world today. But yeah, this is now, I'm going to go on into the What You Watching segment of the show. Uh, first up is the pick of the week. Pick of the week this week is Can't Hardly Wait. I watched it, rewatched it, I should say, on Wednesday, I think. Yeah, it was Wednesday. I rewatched it. And, man, it's, a, it's such a fun movie. Um, Ethan Embry, Seth Green, Jennifer Love Hewitt. I mean, it's just a, it's just a fun, uh, teen coming of age kind of movie. Uh, just hilarious shit. I gave it a five out of five on the Martell scale. If you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor, check it out. Watch Empire Records too. Um, and if you have seen it, but it's been a minute, go ahead and re rewatch it. It's it's due for a rewatch. I feel like uh, it's something I like to watch almost annually. Um, but yeah, that's my pick of the week this week. Uh, got a lot of shit from Prime this week, um, and then I did watch a few things on Shutter. I watched the I've been watching the Cursed Movies series that they put out. Where they're talking about like movies that are allegedly cursed uh, because of bad shit that happened during filming or surrounding to actors or people who were involved with it. Shit. Sorry. Um, So yeah, the first episode was on The Exorcist. They did The Exorcist, Poltergeist. um, The Omen... They've done The Crow, the Twilight Zone movie, and I think there was one more that I'm forgetting right now. Um, overall, it's a good show. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good series. Um, I think the most fucked up thing was seeing the uh, the Twilight Zone footage. Uh, because it's, it's like a real life, real time death of an actor and two children. Uh, for those of you who do, who aren't familiar with the Twilight Zone movie, 
Um, there was a scene that where an actor was supposed to be running away from explosives and a helicopter and attack in Vietnam. And what happened was one of the explosives actually, um, hit the plane, the, the helicopter and caused it to come down. And when it, when it crashed, the blades halved the actor and these two children. Uh, and it's really, really fucked up. Uh, but they show the footage on there and, and that's just, uh, it's hard to watch. Um, but yeah, definitely check out this, the cursed, um, films or cursed movies, whichever, I think it's cursed films, um, series on shutter. Uh, the crow is probably my favorite one so far because it just goes into more depth with everything than, uh, had ever really been discussed about the crow, uh, which is really cool. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I also watched a movie called like me on shutter uh like me is about this teenage girl who goes around committing crimes and doing just grotesque things to uh get likes and views on social media and it's it's a really it's a really cool uh weird little movie um definitely speaks to how people with mental illness social media can kind of be a detriment to them sometimes uh severe mental illness i should say because i mean you know mentally ill people aren't violent by nature it's just that like um social media and this age of social media actually all around can be pretty bad for people with mental health issues and, um, I think this movie kind of shows one of the ex- most extreme ends of that spectrum. Uh, I gave it a four out of five on the Martell scale. It's a really good movie, um, with some really cool visual scenes. It's, it's a very nice visual experience. Um, it's got a cool soundtrack and the ending is really uh just bleak and i love that uh but yeah that's the only thing i watched on shutter this week like as far as movies go um so next up i got off prime white lightning starring burt reynolds it's a fucking um like a moonshine runner movie um Burt Reynolds is in jail. His brother gets killed by this corrupt law, uh, sheriff. And then he goes, he gets out of, he makes a deal with the government to take down this sheriff in order to get out of prison early. And he basically just, you know, goes rogue and stops fucking with everybody and gets his vengeance on this, uh, sheriff. And uh, all things are, everything's happy in the end. And then uh, I also watched the sequel to White Lightning, Gator. uh, Which White Lightning I gave a 4 out of 5 on the Martell scale. Gator gets a 3.5 out of 5 on the Martell scale. Gator is a little more uh, heavily um, 
it's a little more over the top, I think, than White Lightning. White Lightning is a little more grounded. They're both still exploitation movies at the heart of it. They're they're like redneck exploitation uh, movies. Um, but Gator, like I said, it's the sequel. It follows Burt Reynolds' character Gator uh, McCluskey from the first movie. Um, he's picked up by the police the state police of Georgia and they basically blackmail him into doing some dirty work for him. And of course all hell breaks loose. It's got Jerry Reed in it. Um, I think it's a, it's a damn fine movie. It's not, not quite as good as white lightning, but it's still up there. Uh, next up on prime, I watched Bubba the redneck werewolf. Uh, for what it is, this movie's not that bad. I mean, it's a fucking, it's a low budget, it's a low budget piece of stock, but, um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, homeboy sells his soul to the devil to be fucking powerful and well-liked and strong and, uh, to have hair and he turns him into a fucking werewolf and, you know, he starts buying, he taking everybody's soul in town and not giving them what he's promised them. And then it's a big show off between the, uh, demon and the Bubba, Bubba, the werewolf, uh, character. Lots of fun. 2.5 out of five on the Martell scale. Uh, definitely worth checking out. Not necessarily a must see, but you know, if you're into really crazy off the wall, kooky movies, then that's for you. Uh, next up is, the mentors kings of sleaze rockumentary uh this is a, a, a documentary about a band called the mentors obviously um that kind of had like this um tongue in cheek uh gross out um over the top controversial like uh of offensive for the sake of being offensive kind of um style of lyrics and imagery um i'm not gonna lie i enjoyed this documentary a lot more than i thought i would uh i didn't really have any interest in watching it but my brother put it on and i was watching it with him i just kind of you know decided i'd check it out because he wanted to watch it um it's actually really interesting uh to learn about this band that i really didn't know anything about and how much they kind of like were the precursor for uh guar and a lot of the shock rock bands that came out of like the punk and metal genre um i also it was weird that they like allegedly Courtney Love offered their singer El Duche um fifty grand to kill Kurt Cobain and then like he said the guy's name who actually allegedly did it uh in like a documentary and then like that guy was the last person to see him alive before he got hit by a train. It's fucking insane. Uh but do yourself a favor if you're a music fan and you're interested in like just weird niche kind of music and musicians check this documentary out 
Um, I'm definitely not going to go out and listen to the mentors now because that whole kind of subgenre of punk isn't really my style. I don't like, I really don't like Gigi Allen. I think he was a garbage human being. Uh, I don't necessarily think that these people in this band were all pieces of garbage like Gigi was, maybe. Um, and then again, like I'm, I'm reading, uh, like uh, I'm taking Gigi at face value. I'm thinking that the way he portrayed himself was the way he really was. And that could be completely false, you know, like he could have been a decent person who just made up all these stories and there was all this bullshit and whatever. But, uh, you know, this is just not my thing personally for music. I'm like not into it. Uh, I was at one point, like as a teenager, I was into shit like this, like anal Kant and just all kinds of weird fucked up bands that were just offensive for the sake of being offensive. Uh, but now I'm not, I just, but it was a really interesting documentary and, um, uh, it was really cool to, that they were kind of like part of that whole PMRC thing. Um, but yeah, I gave it a three out of five on the Martell scale. So go ahead and check that one out. It's a really cool little documentary. It's not very long. It's like an hour, 10 minutes, maybe I think tops. Um, but yeah, the last thing I watched on Prime this week was Epic Home Haunts, uh, which is just a documentary about these people who do haunted attractions in their yards uh, for Halloween. They talked about a, it's a few different ha- uh, home haunts that all operate in the Southern California region, I think. And it's like it talks about the Midsummer Scream convention and all this other stuff. Um, it's, it's a really cool little documentary, uh, not as good as the other, um, haunters, home haunters documentary that I've, uh, watched, or I, I guess, I, well, I, I don't know if, um, the art of the scare is a home haunt thing. I can't remember. It's been a while, but, um, it's definitely in the same vein, and it's a better documentary, but this one is pretty good too. Um, I just feel like it was the other one was more interesting to me, but I still give this one a three out of five on the Martell scale. Uh, definitely worth checking out if you're into horror, Halloween, any of that shit like that. Um, definitely check that out. Okay, so I'm not going to drag this on too much longer because we've got a pretty good little episode coming up with uh, Saw 3D and Jigsaw, the last two movies in the Saw franchise. Um, We were getting pumped up for Spiral to come out in May, but unfortunately that's not going to happen now. It might be next year before that movie comes out, but we're still stoked for it and hopefully you are too. And hopefully once movie theaters open up again, you're going to go and spend your money with them so that we can keep getting that theatrical experience because there's nothing like it. Like watching movies at home is fine, but there's nothing like that huge fucking screen, that beautiful, loud surround sound. It's just like... Unless you have the money to have an in-home theater, you can't really mimic that. 
You know, you get that fucking good forced, uh, you, you, you can't really, you like, unless you're a complete asshole, you're not fucking with your phone while you're watching the movie. You get, you're paying attention. It's just an insane experience. I love going to the theater. And I know that one of the first, ah, damn it. One of the first things I do, actually, I'm going to go ahead and list out the five things I'm going to do once this, uh coronavirus is over with i'm gonna go get some chinese food some sushi and some fried rice and some uh wonton soup and boneless spare ribs all that good shit and then i'm gonna go to the movie theater i'm gonna go to viz art and you know i'm just gonna go see people because i miss everybody <laughs> so yeah um hope you enjoy this episode about saw 7 uh the final chapter or saw 3d and uh jigsaw so here it goes thanks for listening um make sure you follow us on facebook and instagram at martell's movie madness on twitter at movie madness 69 and Give us a look at on Patreon, patreon.com slash Martell's Movie Madness. Capitalize that first M, please. Uh, right now you can get the early access tier for three bucks. Um, six bucks gets you bonus content, which there's going to be a companion to this episode where I rate and uh, rank the Saw franchise. So you're going to want to check that out. Um, but yeah, thank y'all for listening. Thank you for hopefully being patrons in the future. If you're not already patrons, thank you for being patrons if you are patrons. Um, which, if you are a Patreon member, you are getting this not only four days early, but you're getting it ad-free because now on Anchor we got an ad, so that's pretty cool. Uh, but it's also cool if we have patrons too, so make sure you check that out. Um, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening. And without further ado, here's our final Saw episode. Hello, Bobby. I want to play a game. You have amassed wealth, fame, and notoriety based upon your story of survival. Many have aided in your cause, but few know the truth. You are a liar. You and I both know you have never been in a trap, nor have you ever been tested. Today, these lies will come full circle and you will learn if you truly have what it takes to call yourself a survivor. The cage you find yourself in will symbolize your rebirth. Joyce? No! Joyce! No! Please, no! Within the next 60 minutes, you must Stay upon the path of learning and traverse a series of obstacles to obtain access to your wife, who you have also deceived. If you fail to reach her before the clock runs out, she will die. Live or die, Bobby. Make your choice. You're damn right. Alright, welcome to Martell's Movie Madness. We're here to talk about some Saw shit today again. Martell's Movie Madness! We're, we're back to talk about more fucking Saw. More Can you Saw believe it? Never ends. The 
Can you fucking believe it? Stop. It's the stall that keeps on giving. We're actually at the end of the franchise right now. As it stands. As it stands. We have finished the franchise. We watched Um, all eight of them things. Yeah, yeah. We watched all eight movies completely back to back. Same day, sitting. We did it all. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it took us a month. Uh, Yeah, four weeks. Yeah, I don't think I could have marathoned them all. I I initially wanted to do four movies at once. Right. But I think the way we did it, two movies at a time, was the perfect way uh-huh. to do it. Yeah, we did we three. did the triple threat the triple threat for yeah, the, the um, triple threat the Bowsman for the Bowsman trilogy. Yeah, two at a time. Yeah. And I don't think this saw is the movie that you want to mentally put yourself in for ten hours. Like, is that how you want to no. spend your day? <laughs> do you have, I don't think like, so. Two hours at a time, yeah. But if you just want to spend all day in that Saul universe, yeah, knock yourself out. Maybe if it was like in a theater setting with right. other people, oh. and it was think, like, a, how long do you think you could last in a theater without getting up or leaving it off? Oh, I'd have the I'd have to get up and and pee or something at some point. Right. But I mean, you can get a bathroom. Break, yeah, yeah. Do you but, think you could stay in there? And oh yeah. Five movies. Oh yeah. 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 I'd probably fall asleep. I've I've done. Uh, I watched the Meg and Slenderman back to back, and they were both two hours each. So that's four hours in the theater. Yeah, I've done double features, but I can't yeah. recall if I've ever done a triple feature. With the right movies, I could definitely do a triple yeah. feature, for yeah, sure. Running the theater, I do. Yeah, yeah. Features all day, but that's not me sitting there as an audience <clears> member, you know, watching three member three movies. I did Kong Skull Island and Get Out back to back. Yeah, when those were out, and that was really cool. Like, How was that? I, I still haven't seen. Uh, Skull Island. What? I knew you've seen no. you seen Skull I've seen Skull Get Out, Island, yeah. Dude? No, wow, I haven't. so good. Such is it? a good movie, dude. It's awesome. Samuel Jackson. I want to I want to see the uh the new one that's supposed to come out soon. Yeah, yeah it's the all the same universe. Man. King Kong versus Godzilla. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All the same universe, man. Yeah, yeah. It's that Kong's coming back from that Kong Skull Island. Yeah, of course. There's a post-credit scene that feels like a Marvel nice. scene where they're trying to bring all of these characters. Yeah, cuz I I I really liked King of Monsters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Both the Godzilla movies were Freaking I didn't amazing. see the first one, the the Cranston one. Oh my god! Turn but... the podcast off right now. We're putting on Brian Cranston Godzilla, dude. Kiefer's got it on Blu-ray though, so I'm, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna watch, watch it, it eventually. I, yeah, because it's got uh, dude, the main from Kickass. I forget his name. Uh, uh the, the one the one that everybody always thinks is Jesse Eisenberg, yeah, but he's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. So he's the uh, main guy in Godzilla, dude. And he's fucking buff. Oh, that's dude. what's he's up. Buff in this movie. He's a good actor. Hell yeah. Brian Cranston's awesome in it, dude. It's such a good movie. Like without it even being a Godzilla movie. It's yeah. good. It's a better movie than Kingdom Monsters. Because Kingdom Monsters, to me, like, plot-wise, not... No, no. That, that's... If you want to watch... That's one of those movies that... If you want to watch a movie that's got a great storyline, this is not for yeah, you. This I, is... This is giant the, monsters uh, fighting each other. Yeah, that's, that's what this exactly, is. And it delivers on that, and they use the, <clears throat> a cathartic story to bring that to mm-hmm, the audience. Yeah. So compared to Godzilla, on its own merits, it's that damn good movie, man. Yeah. You need to watch it. I'll but, have to uh, check it out. Yeah, back the... Tangent. We got on tangent. Yeah, we did. Spending all day in a theater. Uh, Oof. Uh, yeah, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do I it could do it. Movie. It would be rough, but I could do it. Right. Oh, man. Was the right a, movie? Give me the right movies? I'm down. I'm out to, there every day. Like a, a Patreon thing out there for like yeah. the guy drive himself crazy at the theater. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're going to document yourself how long can How long stay? can I last? Get there at 9 a.m., watch the first showing, and see if you can make well, it to the last showing. Of I've, I've already, I already know that I can spend up to 12 hours watching movies. Mm-hmm. Because I've done that before, but, that's all, yeah, at, home. but at, home. Yeah, at home, yeah, yeah, so at home. with all my conveniences, pausing and everything, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely down to give it the fucking marathon try. Right. I'm going to try to go to the uh, Crimson Screen Festival. What's that? 
It's a film festival in Charleston. Mm-hmm. It's like they do horror and genre uh, films. Okay. Is um, Fletcher, Fletcher screening there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah right that's uh, that's one of the reasons why I want to go is to show some support for them. But uh, also the guys, I've, I've met the dudes who run that film festival, and they seem mm-hmm. pretty cool too. So uh, I want to try to support them as well. Nice. Um, and the people who ro- who made Flesher have their own film festival, but it's like a sixty. Uh, it's a short film festival. Okay. Cool. So it's because it's, it's called the sixty second horror challenge. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So all the movies are under sixty seconds, and they pick sixty. So it's like an hour. This is the of, one they do in Charlotte, the forty eight <clears> hour. It's just. Oh no! Time, right? No, no. The one, the one they do, the one they do in Charlotte is uh, actually like a whole weekend long. It's like Thursday through Sunday. So, yeah. And then, yeah. You started on Thursday, and by Sunday your movie's finished, you show it to everybody, right? Oh, no, I don't know what you're talking about there. Yeah, I'm talking about the actual Charlotte Film Festival. Okay, okay, yeah, you just, you mentioned the 60-second thing, you know, it reminded me of Yeah, niche, I don't know what that is. It's a niche film yeah. festival, you know, like the 60 seconds. Yeah. This is the 48-hour film fest that happens in oh. Charlotte, and uh, the team gets together, basically, on Friday, and you pull a genre out of a hat and you've got 48 hours to come back with a short film of that genre. Oh, wow. Yeah, and show yeah that seems awesome, too. Yeah, they give you, like, certain items you have to use. Like, you have to make a drama movie with a kitchen spoon, a red ribbon, and something else. You know, cool stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the Charlotte Film Festival, what I'm talking about, is actually, like, a film festival. Like, South by Southwest, Fantastic oh, like Fest. Oh, four days of film Yeah, yeah, actual. They have, like, a sh- they have, like, shorts blocks and then they have mm-hmm. features as well. Right. Uh, they have local and, like, big movies like because they they did bliss right after it debuted last year oh was that the charlotte film festival? uh yeah it was at the charlotte film festival bliss um they had bliss they had uh <clears throat> i don't think they had parasite they had um or they did have parasite That's they awesome. did they had and they had uh mike's new movie first love parasite's going around in a black and white print right now. oh wow uh, That's interesting. Well, before you know, everything started shutting down, there were yeah. screenings. Uh, I think Alamo Drafthouse, maybe. Yeah. And they were uh, screening thirty-five million. It's coming to Hulu soon. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool if they do a black and white version of it on. There. Oh, I don't know about the black and white, but they're, they're like, definitely putting the real, the original version on. Yeah, Dread really. Central used to years ago, man. I'm not sure if they do it anymore. They had these articles where uh, they would rewatch movies in black and white, <clears> and then like rate them on that scale yeah and they would say like sometimes it makes a movie better sometimes it makes it worse one of them was dead silence another okay yeah puppet movie which features our billy the puppet yep saw he's in there he's one of the puppets but uh they watched that in black and white and they said it was like fantastic it was like the best way to watch the movie and anyway, yeah. i myself i mean have never sat down and watched a movie in black and white that wasn't colored yeah not a creative choice i think i'd make i don't know either yeah um okay yeah but before we get back in the <laughs> saw uh, what you been watching, man? Oh, what have I been watching? Well, it's been a week since I saw you. Mm-hmm. Uh, week three of quarantine for me. No job. Uh, South Carolina's on stay-at-home <coughs> right now. So, uh, yeah, they they will def- they will they will have been on stay-at-home order by the time this episode yeah, comes yeah. out. Um, <clears throat> first week of quarantine, I was like blasting through my movie list, man. I was watching movies all day long. Now I've kind of backed up a little bit. I realize I'm here, you know, I'm here for, I'm here for a long time, not for a good time. Yeah. <laughs> so, I only watched like two movies since I last saw you. Um, or three. <coughs> One of them uh, was Swallow, which yes. is getting a lot of uh, reviews and rave right now. Yeah, I want to see that one really bad. Yeah, about a girl that develops uh, the condition known as Pika, P-I-C-A, which is a condition where you swallow inedible objects and she develops it from stress and the movie uh, shows how she deals with that and 
it's kind of billed as a horror movie, but it's not. It's a, more of like a psychological drama. Mm. And it's a, it's a different type of movie. You know, the type of movies me and you are used to watching, that's not it at all. Yeah. But this is something... I mean, I don't know. I watch artsy-fartsy shit all the time, too. Yeah, I mean, so. we do, but... Yeah. Like, uh, like something like Saul, that type of horror movie, The House of Jack Builder. You know, oh man, The House like of Jack Builder's amazing. <laughs> yeah, nothing like that. Uh, but it's got it's good, man. It's kind of got feel good. Have you seen House of like, Jack Builder? Uh, I've seen, you know, I know about it. But yeah, no, I gotta download it. Man, you it. you need to watch that one ASAP. Check out Swallow. Uh, it's definitely a movie to make anybody uncomfortable, man. Watching somebody swallow, you know, mm-hmm. for instance, you see her in the poster, she's holding a thumbtack. Yeah. That's a scene. <laughs> that is definitely a scene, man. I'll just let you know that. Also, I watched The Hunt. Yeah, The Hunt's awesome. Which was really fun, man. I love the uh, false protagonist. Yeah, segment. yeah, uh, yeah. We got introduced to Emma Roberts. Boom, she's gone in a few seconds. <laughs> spoilers, man, spoilers. Spoilers, spoilers, yeah. You guys, uh, fast forward, you know, <clears throat> through this part if you want to watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, skip ahead 30 seconds if you want to watch The Hunt. Yeah, so without... The false protagonist thing was good. Um then we finally meet our girl, too, from Glow. Yeah, and, yeah. I forget the actress's name. I can't remember her name either, but uh, she's really good. Yeah, I like a, her a lot. It's a cool concept. Uh, a lot of negative reviews online from people saying it's Haters. Too, they're saying it's too political or just... If anything, it's not political enough. Right, right. It's very nonsensical as yeah. well, you know. It's not very... I don't think the movie takes itself too seriously, <clears> which I think is a good thing. Right, for sure not. And other than that, man, I've just been watching a shitload of Better Call Saul. It's you like get, you get to see a drama. guy blow himself up with a grenade. Yeah, that oh, movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Step on a claymore, you know. There's a bunch of cool, really cool kills in that movie, man. God, it's yes. Fun. Really fun. And then, uh, yeah, binge-watching Better Call Saul. New episode tonight in an hour and 20 minutes, so as soon as we're done with this, I will be watching that. Super stoked. It's like the one show that uh been taking my mind off the quarantine thing. And it's been oh, hell yeah. You watch Saul, you know, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Better um, Call Saul, probably my favorite TV drama. As as you can tell, me and Cagney have been loosely following socially uh, social distancing uh, guidelines. We've been, we we've been hanging out. Right we've been hanging out. <laughs> But uh, we've been six feet apart, for sure. Um, I am not quarantined, because I'm an essential worker, still, until they decide to shut Pizza Hut down, <laughs> which I don't see happening. Oh, These cor- The corporations, this is one of the times when being in, uh, employed by a corporation is like, a good thing. A, it's a good thing, but it's also a detriment, because like, I'm not getting hazard pay, nope. and I'm fucking exposing myself to this shit every yeah. fucking day, like, multiple times. Like, I take at least... 8 to 12 deliveries every time I work. So that's 8 to 12 people if they don't get contactless, right, which they right, which right. thankfully thankfully they are starting to do contactless. Public, I mean, we're admitting right yeah. here, boom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's insane. If there's a spread still going on, yeah, Ryan's to blame. <laughs> yeah. <Pizza Hut. laughs> yeah. Blame capitalism, guys. Yeah, for sure. For sure, blame capitalism. So, yeah. Like, you know who don't blame? <clears throat> don't blame James Wan and Lee Winnell for making a badass Do not. Franchise not at all. Way back in 2002. I have to say, even though Seven is not my favorite in the franchise, yeah. it's not as bad as I thought it was. No, it's not as bad. We get some cool star power. We get uh, Sean Patrick Flannery. Yep. Chester Bennington. Is it Bennington yep. or Beddington? Uh, Bennington, Bennington. I don't know. That guy from Lincoln We get Lincoln Park. We're going to call him Lincoln. Uh, rest in peace. And then Carriolas is back, man. you damn right. Oh, yeah. Back from the first movie. Um, We got Hoffman back. Uh-huh, yeah. I don't, I don't know that actor, but he's he's in these he's movies. Cool, he, he's here. He warmed up to me. I really like that guy as an actor, man. So now, right now we're talking about Saw 7 from 2010. <laughs> the final chapter. 
from 2010, also known as Saw 3D, uh-huh. uh, directed by Kevin Gruert. I hope I said his name right. Probably not because I'm a hillbilly, but uh, <laughs> written by Patrick Melton and Marcus Dunstan, who also wrote the, uh, cool five, and six, uh, five, six, five and Six. Yeah, Five and Six and then Seven. Um, <clears throat> I remember watching this movie in theaters. I saw it in 3D uh, right when it came out. We went to Stonecrest because it was the only place showing it in 3D. Uh, and I think the, I think the reason why I hated this movie so much was because it just wasn't as good as it cost me to see the movie. Because it cost me 20 bucks to see the movie. No popcorn or anything. Because this was back when like the fucking 3D movie ticket right, itself was... That you hadn't seen some of the sequels in the day either. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, so I was kind of, I was if also you lost. Saw Seven and not have seen any other Saw yeah, movie. Yeah. This would be one of the most confusing films you've ever watched in your life. Yeah, that definitely played a factor into it. That and the, the ticket price and, mm-hmm. whoo, man, I tell you, in 2010, it, 3D's not the best either. But this movie was not terrible. Life. No, no, wasn't terrible. It opens up with our first public trap, right? The yeah. one and only public yep. trap in the films. Which kind of feels out of place a little bit. The uh, This trap opens up with two guys uh, with saws in front of them. And they're connected to a pulley system to push at each other. And a girl is, the, is above them with a saw under her. And it's revealed through Billy the Puppet's <clears> thing <throat> that she has been double-timing these guys. Yep. And it kind of fell out of left field as a trap because we haven't really had too many traps that are just like, hey, you guys well, are scorned lovers. She's, she, she, he said they also were, she was using them to do like illegal shit too. Okay. That's what they, that's what the tape said. Yeah. So like that fits with Hoffman's MO. Yeah. Uh, cause like we're, we're not dealing with John Kramer anymore okay. who had, a, he had like a moral we're a compass. We're from the Kramer's traps, man. You can tell <clears> stylistically they're different. They're not as, uh. They're not as contained. Yeah, they're not stylish. as contained and, and stylistic, and uh, and he's starting to show off, mm-hmm. which yeah, is something public, right, that, that's something story. Hoffman loves. Yeah, the he's the attention big, uh, guy. Shopping mall, outdoor yeah. shopping mall, basically. <coughs> and all these people are just staring at them while they're sitting there, and their girlfriends yeah. getting yeah. sawed in half. <laughs> there was one. There was like one person on their phone trying to get the police, yeah. and that was it. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, Everybody else is just watching. watching. Like, is that kind of a metaphor for society, maybe? Yeah, maybe I think so. I think it's like them pointing the finger at us watching at us. this movie. Yeah! And I'm like, think about that. I'm like, that's cool. the fucking nerve yeah. of you to make this movie right. and that's then us. to criticize yeah. me for watching it. We were the it's people. like, you made it. <laughs> you I made the fucking movie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then, okay, so, like, their uh, whole gimmick is that they've, they're supposed to either kill one another... Mm. Or let the girl die. So they have the choice to push the saw one way or the other, save her and kill the other guy, or keep it in the middle and kill her. Um, they fight over it for a little bit, and then they st- the girl starts to kind of play them against each other. Yeah. And that's when they decide, fuck this, Team let's up. kill this bitch. Yeah. Uh, and we get a good little gut splitting action yeah, going on. Gut flying action. Fucking intestines going everywhere and splattering <laughs> all over the place. Wait, and this gore right here actually felt a little cartoonish. Yeah. It didn't look as like real <clears throat> as most of the effects we are used to in this movie. The blood and effects in this movie are probably the worst. Right, yeah, they kind of are. But I think it's because, I think they were doing that because of the 3D. I think maybe if you in the 3D it might look better. Yeah, it didn't look as bad. But I don't yeah. know. 
god. Because you know, the 3D fucks with the colors and everything. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah. yeah. 3D's not even a thing anymore, man. They only make new 3D TVs. Before this, uh, before this trap was actually, uh, shown on screen, we actually had the Dr. Gordon shit going on. Yeah, a cold open with Dr. Yeah, he's crawling down the hallway with one leg and he cauterizes his own wound on a a burning pipe. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, whoa. I'm like that's guy. He's a doctor. He knows yeah, what he's, he's doing, he's doing. <laughs> but he also he knows that this food. that fucking rusty ass pipe's gonna fuck his shit up. <laughs> I'm like, gangrene, all kinds of fucked up shit could happen. Yeah. Uh, but <sighs> I think we're breaking up with you, Tina. Is the that's one of my notes that I have. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the. That, like, she's like, like the the chick in the Tina. trap. Man, I just that is the this movie has the one liners. There's there's one liners throughout the franchise, but yeah, this movie yeah, is like uh, boom, cop, boom, 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 one liners. Uh, Jill, He's yeah, like, I knew you were crazy, crazy. He <clears throat> just starts calling her crazy. That's <laughs> so funny. Yeah, this this movie really lays on the like funny zinger lines. Yeah, yeah. It was just um, weird. the same two writers as the last two. Yeah, and, and, and but when you look at their filmography, it makes sense. What else do they do? Feast. They did the Feast trilogy. Feast. Yeah, 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 and um, God, there was a uh, there was another really good one. False protagonist films. Uh, the Hunt. Is false <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Feast. The Feast. Opens yeah, up, Feast. And all of a sudden, your main characters are like all dead in the beginning. Yep. Um, and then we got a little bit of backstory with Jill and um, Hoffman. It yeah. shows their complicated history. A little touch, and, and we see like off to the cops and. We, well, before that, we get the dream sequence where we see that sexy, uh, we get sexy Jill Tuck in like a 90, uh, and she's split in half by this like roller coaster fucking thing, I don't know, it's fucking insane, that's probably the best looking effects we get in this movie is when she's ripped apart like that, uh, we also get a lot of nipple in that shot, like not actual exposed nipple, but like, you know, high beam, we're seeing it through the shirt nipple, but that, I mean... Telling you, man, if I was if I was going through puberty again, that scene spank time all day. Right, I'm pausing it right there, and I'm just gonna go to it. I'm gonna go to town, but I'm an adult, there you go, Ryan. and I, I don't know. <laughs> don't movies hey, man, I'm, I know that's what I just said. I'm an adult, and I I know what porn websites are, so and I know the good ones, the ones they go to. That's a good days though, being back in like grade, middle school, finding the titty. In no, the dude, I miss being turned on by a titty in a movie. Yeah, it don't happen no more. Like it sometimes happens still, but right. not often. Like you got to get me with a really good titty in a movie yeah. to make yeah. me like. Um, God, one movie lately that had uncut gems, bro. Have you seen that? No, good. no, no not it's yet. Not titty, it's an ass, but it's gonna make oh, yeah? you like smack yourself. In Ooh, the face, okay. Like, oh. Crap, I fuck dude. with it. It's fake. It's a fake butt. It's a fake butt. It's not a fake butt. Yeah, I okay. look it up, dude. But the thing is, like the biggest, you don't see like like, like no like, wait like okay so like she's got like it's like it's a fake ass like an implant. Uh, okay, okay. Ass implants, but it looks it looks like a real yeah, ass. yeah yeah yeah. So, uh, but what I was wondering was like is if it if is it what I, I was wondering is if yeah, it was she's a Playboy model an implant model, or if yeah, it was yeah, like a a butt double or that was actually yeah and dude uncut gyms is awesome you gotta watch it yeah I've heard I've heard it's really good yeah. But, uh, yeah, Hollywood don't put butts like that in movies, bro. When yeah. You see that thing, you're like, whoa, you gotta jump out of your seat. Yeah. You're like, that shouldn't be in this movie. That's illegal. <laughs> I mean. I'll and, have to pull up the clip and show it to you, dude, because, yeah, it blows Yeah. Me. So, okay. Yeah, uh, Back on track. We'll get, <laughs> Saw we gotta, 3 had our only titty in the series, right? 
yeah, yeah, our only real legit titty, and then Saw Four introduces us a dick. It gives us a yeah. dick. Yep, yeah, see a dead dick. So we get uh, John Kramer's dick, and we get some titties in the in part three. <laughs> now we finally got Jill Tuck's nipple. Yeah, Jill Tuck's nipple. Uh, we got this. Uh, we cut to the um, the big. Well, no, no. We need to talk about the uh, the guy, the, the 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 dude that's selling his book. Um, oh yeah, so our protagonist of the film, really, uh, yeah, Sean Patrick Flannery. Whose character's name is... It's Bobby something. Uh, Bobby Dagan. Yeah. Who, we are first introduced to him, he's on a talk show, to- toting his uh, new book he's released called Survive, which is also, it's made to be an anagram? Not an yeah, anagram, yeah. It's like S.U.R.V. Yeah. It never tells us what it's the No, it does, because that's the, the writing on the wall when you go through, when, uh, oh, is that what it's when it goes oh, through, yes, yeah, it's like... Uh, see your your new tomorrow. Okay, uh, okay, okay. I didn't put that together. Understand your past or yeah, something yeah, like that. When he's first in his trap. It says survive. Yeah, yeah. So we're introduced to him on the talk show. He's toting it, and I right off the bat, you know, we haven't seen these movies in forever. I forgot what happened. I told Ryan, I was like, this dude is faking this. This is all fake. He's yeah, and I didn't trap. remember, so I didnn't think. I was like, nah, he's he's legit. Like, we would have we would have seen him, you know. We would have known about this. Ryan thought he was just like, there's no way. He's got to be lying about this. No salt survivor is going to be out here doing this shit. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, next scene with him is um, him and his him and his friends are like running this elaborate scam, and like his wife doesn't know anything about it, but she's tied yeah. into it still. Yeah. So like, he's on like uh, he's on like a TV show, and then yeah, he goes and does a support group. Yeah, support like an AA group. Yeah, for jigsaw victims. victims and uh. This is where he gets picked up by the the new well, jigsaw. While we're at the meeting, we have a little <clears throat> visitor in the back. Oh yeah, Mister Carriolos. Uh, we get to see our big dog, Doctor Gordon, back. Uh-huh. Homeboy with a cane and a supervillain accent. Yes, <laughs> yes. And just tries to make the dude feel the, a little bad. The comment I made to you while we were watching this was he lost his foot, but he gained a villain accent. Yeah. <laughs> and I just think that is the best trade-off ever. If yeah. I have to lose a foot to get my villain voice, I will fucking we'll do, do it, it all day. I'm probably going to lose one anyway. Yeah. Fuck it. So then uh, on his way out of there, he gets abducted. <clears throat> Boom, he's in a trap. He's finally made it. Oh, yeah. Everything he's wished and hoped for. <laughs> and trying to make money off of He finally got thrown into a salt trap. Justice is served. Karma is a bitch. Yeah, so it's 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 revealed to him that his wife is being held captive in another room in this uh, building, and he's got to work his way to her to get him to free her and himself and his friends. But he doesn't right. know about them yet. And also, I think this is a really cool plot <clears throat> for where this is going in the seventh movie, by because all you know, there's notoriety in the jigsaw cases. Yeah. So for them to be trying to false falsely profiting off, yeah. of, off of the Saw events, I think, and for them to be the protagonist of the film have the shit happen to him yeah. really cool yeah. it's like something kind of fresh like oh of course this would be happening out there so of course somebody's going to try to make yeah. money off of this you know and this is like this is this is a little more along John Kramer's like uh, mode of thinking oh because we do get a flashback yeah John yeah. Kramer is the one that uh, instilled this he in actually yeah he actually meets uh, the guy when he's selling his book Bobby um so he gets he get, he actually meets Bobby before this all goes down, and he lets him know that he's gonna get he's gonna get him soon. Yeah. Basically, you know, without saying it. So uh, out, he's like in a it's like a roll cage. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It's like a he's twisted up into the air, 
Yeah, he's hoisted up, and then over the, a bed of nails. And then there's a fucking uh, lever hanging from the ceiling, and I'm like, "Yeah, go ahead and pull that," because he just reaches for it automatically. He doesn't it, fucking it think about it. Bottom of where he's standing. <clears throat> and then there's these spikes underneath him, and I'm like, "Yeah, okay, fuck, what are you gonna do now?" Uh, Cagney goes, "I guess drop down, try to land between them," and then we both were like. Oh, unless it's a bear trap kind yeah, of thing, it's going to shut. Yeah, So I'm like, yeah, yeah swing over. In the movie, uh, whenever the cops come in there later and like rush the building, yeah, everybody goes around it. That it would, yeah, like, clap on him, but no. So I'm still thinking he probably could have dropped down in between. This Maybe, all right. but possibly. Your boy fucking Tarzan swings his way out of there. Yep. He swings. He goes to the wrong door, which he had to know that was going to be the wrong right, door. Right. Uh, then he finally goes through the right door, and we get to the next room in the trap, I mean, in the game, uh, where his, uh, PR person is, like, in a trap where, uh, these, like, spikes are gonna be driven into her throat, and he's got the the key to unlock her is in her stomach with a string attached to it and a fish hook. And that... Is probably the first trap in this movie that I've wanted to look away from. Uh, and we've seen a lot of gnarly shit in this, but oh, the yeah. thought of a fish hook being pulled Oof. from inside of my stomach out from my throat by a fishing line yeah. really made me like squirm in my seat, man. As a. I, I can't even imagine that. That's probably some of the worst pain ever, dude. And he's pulling it out. She has this blood. Spurting yeah. out of her throat Oof. onto his It's so face. fucking, it's, it and, is squeaming. And you're like, oh no. And there's like this decibel meter, you know, where it's, if she starts screaming, yeah. it's gonna automatically impale her. And she's like, uh, he's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Fucking save your life. Yeah, so like Cagney said, there is the, there's like a, a decibel meter. And if it goes above like a whisper yeah, decibel yeah. meter, the, 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 the drills right. come at her. And, uh,. He finally does get the key out, but he runs out of time, and they fucking impale her throat and kill yep. her. Uh, and that's our first, uh, well, no, our second trap death, because our first trap death, rewind a little bit, is uh, the neo-Nazis with your boy Chester. Mm. Uh, Lincoln Park uh, is glued to the seat of a car. Uh, and there's 30 seconds to yeah, to rip, rip his off skin off. Save three friends that are in there. <clears throat> his girlfriend is under the tire of the car, uh-huh. which is on a jack. Which is gonna uh, be released in yeah, seconds. which is going to be released when the 30 seconds runs out. And his friend behind him has a chain hooked to the trunk yeah. that's inside of his chin and arms. Yep. And then his other friend is uh, strapped to the garage door, which yep. is right in front of the car. So the. In 30 seconds, the car will fall and accelerate, smashing the woman, Yep. pulling the limbs off the person behind him and driving right through the person. And lo and behold, all that actually happens because, yep. of course, he's not going to save himself. It's a Saw movie. Oh, man. No. It's a horror movie. We're not going to see those people not die. Uh, we get an awesome head crush. That's Yeah, the, the head crush and the skin also look really good mm-hmm. as far as the effects go in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The skin getting pulled off of his back. Yeah. Uh, there was something a little weird there. Um, I don't think it actually, whenever he's pulling up, you can see it from the sides really well. Yeah. But whenever it was like the midpoint of his back, you could see it. You could see his actual skin. skin, yeah. But then the next shot, whenever he flies out of the car, his entire back is flayed. Yeah. Exposed muscle. Yeah. And so that shot should have definitely been behind Yeah. Him. Maybe that was a special effects guy. They, uh, they just missed it, just, probably. 
maybe it was because uh, it looked the more I looked at it, it looked like muscly texture, but it just wasn't bloody. Yeah, in my notes I've got um, John Kramer died four movies ago, but still managed to show up in every they movie. I love this motherfucker, man. That's every like, fucking movie. How can we get him in this next movie? Hmm, this one is literally just that flashback. Just that flashback. Yeah, with him just with Bobby. him talking to Bobby in the bookstore. Baseball cap and a fucking yep. uh, windbreaker. Yep. <laughs> And, and how much did he get paid for that paycheck for this movie? I hope he was too god too goddamn I much. Hope he was the too much. You movie. know he did. <laughs> um, Sean Patrick Flannery ain't, <laughs> ain't then list. Our next trap in the the main game is uh, well, also while this is going on, we do have uh, Hoffman. Oh yeah, Gibson yeah. tapes telling them that if he gives up Jill Tuck, yeah, he will end the games now. Yeah. The game's so Jill Tuck is with. She's in police custody, trying to help them out, yep. uh, because of course she's scared Hoffman's going to try to kill her, um, and he is. He's trying to kill her uh, in the most jigsawy way possible. He's playing games. Yeah. Um, so then we get back to the game, and we're in this room with a, his lawyer. Yeah, yep. we're in the room with his lawyer. And she she is, is chained up to a table. That is gonna. Uh, it's kind of like a one of those inversion tables. Yeah, something that's about to come gouge her Yeah, eyes yeah. If he does she's it. and there's spikes in front of her, and it's gonna move forward and push it through mm-hmm. her eyes and mouth. Uh, if he doesn't disconnect the circuit long yeah. enough, because he's and he's got to go over and like use this, up this heavy bar. Yeah, he's gonna use a, like a squat machine to lift it up. Impelled. Yeah, and it's got spikes on it too, and it's spiking into him and. He almost does it. He, ha- he, he has it. Yeah. Again. He's short by like 10 seconds yeah. of stopping it. Filled miserably on the first track. <clears throat> you know, he got the key out of the yeah. thing and then did not unlock it in time. Didn't make it to the lock in time. Second one, didn't do this in time. Just, just didn't put enough effort in. He's, like, he's just fucking up, man. I'm a piece of shit. Second chick dies. Also, I don't know if you picked this up. The first trap, the woman lost her voice. Yeah. The second yeah, trap. Yeah. The lawyer lost her eyesight. Yeah. And then our third trap is Sean Patrick Flannery. He has to pull out his teeth. No, 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 no. You skipped the uh, the guy with the blindfold. Oh, the blindfold. Yeah. And, um, his thing was like hearing. Hearing, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. All, yeah hearing, yeah. That's yeah. the next one that happens. It's like see no evils, hear no evil, speak no evil. Yeah. Three wise monkeys. The first yeah. one is, uh, yeah, it's the... Speak no, Speak evil, no evil. See no evil see no, for the lawyer. Yeah. And then our third guy is his best friend. Yeah. Him, and his trap is he's all the way on the other side of a room and has to be guided towards a key by yeah. our boy Bobby while he's blindfolded and connected to a noose walking over planks. Yeah, the floor is completely missing except uh-huh. for a few planks and studs and in the floor. And that represents the... Uh, here, no evil. Yeah, yeah. So all of the three traps were kind of like the three wise monkeys, which is cool. So they get to doing stuff like that. Here's the fucked up thing, though. They get to their midpoint. The guys at the end of the planks. Bobby's got the key. Instead of trying to get to him on the planks, mm-hmm. he decides I'm gonna throw you the key. Yeah. Cup your <laughs> hands. He's like, blind man cup your hands together and put them real close to your body, and I'm gonna throw you the key. He throws it, and of course it bounces off his body, <laughs> hits the fucking ground. And Homeboy gets hung anyway. And that's why we love horror movies, because of stupid fucking decisions like that. I, d- I will admit that if the movies, if people made really smart decisions every time, then they'd, they'd be, be really short. Dude, be I had short. a concept for a short horror film that would be like, what if everything went right? Yeah. And, and uh, it was literally like, the serial killer breaks in, you kill him, and then like, 
call the cops. <laughs> That's it. And, and every time I see a moment like that, I'm like, at least this is not laid to rest. Right. Because the chicken laid to rest is just fucking That's dumb. That's the only movie I have two copies of. The second one of that, I have a DVD and Blu-ray. She is just beyond stupid. She yeah. makes every bad decision you could possibly make in That's any in a, in a horror movie. She's like the worst. She's in a way, she's like the worst and the best final girl ever. Right. That's what makes your audience <laughs> Oh, dude. I know this is so off subject now, but fuck, there was another what you watch and you said final girl. Wrong decisions. I did watch yeah. Ready or Not. Fucking amazing movie. Oh yeah, I love I Ready or Not. I yeah. too much, but oh man, that movie was awesome. So good. Way better than I thought it would be. Awesome final girl. She was in The Babysitter as well. That movie's great. You guys watch it. Oh yeah, I love Samara Weaving. Oh, yeah. yeah, she's good. Um, so yeah, now we get to the point where you're talking about where he's got to pull his teeth to get mm-hmm. the combination to unlock to a door room. to yep. get to his uh, wife, and that is brutal. That is the that is the most brutal part of this movie for me is him pulling his own teeth. Yeah, that yeah, shit is so much blood fucked. Out too. Like, does that much blood actually come out whenever you pull your teeth like that? You know, I, I have no clue, but like, I imagine it has to be bloody because like. They keep that suction thing in your mouth the yeah. whole time at the dentist, so it can't just be for spit. For because after a while, with your mouth being open like that, your mouth dries out. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I keep <clears throat> washing you with the water. Mm. That's my favorite part. Like, um, uh, but this whole time, uh, our boy Gibson, the the cop that's on the case right now, that's helping out with Jill. He's a, uh, budget Matthew McConaughey. He's starting to figure shit out, and he's but he only like halfway figures shit out. He gets the people to the place where the game's going on uh-huh. then he thinks he figures out where uh, he figured out where um hoffman is he goes there but it's not hoffman it's the dead neo-nazi yeah and then hoffman's actually at the fucking morgue uh or at the police station uh and he starts stabbing motherfuckers in the goddamn throat <laughs> like he goes yeah, he got in there in a body bag he hits them with that under the jugular fucking stab like yeah. a bunch he kills like four or five people with that straight up off the gate like it ain't shit. Yeah, it's definitely four people in a row. And then they have that fucking uh, machine gun robot pop up and kill Gibson and his boys. Yeah, yeah. No, um, it kills the whole the whole SWAT team that runs yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. At the um, at the the junkyard. junkyard yeah. The junkyard, yeah. And but, uh, he pulls his teeth out. He goes into the next room where he finally finds his wife. Yeah. And he is tasked with the trap that he has been touting in his book. As his own trap. He was yep. going around telling people that he had to stick two hooks in his uh, pectoral muscles, pecs, and then climb up these two pulley chains all the way to the top using those hooks. And uh, was his fake story? Did he have to connect the electrical wires at the top? I don't oh, remember. I don't remember what actually his his but fake story was. He walks into where his wife is, and lo and behold, he's faced with his trap that yeah. he's touting the whole time. And the little tape, Billy on the tapes, like, oh yeah, you yeah. should be able to do this, no problem. <laughs> so he he wastes a little bit of time because he's fucking freaking out, obviously. Right. And his wife's like, he, uh, he had to tell his wife, that yeah, he was yeah, never, uh, never uh, abducted, never he, saw Victor. He finally admits to his wife he's a fucking liar. And she's like, oh, I want a fucking divorce when this is over. And he's like, I never lied about loving you. <laughs> oh, this is so nice. Whatever. Love so he sticks the fucking, he gets the goddamn hooks in his chest, and he's pulling himself up. And he's taking a sweet time about it because he's hurting like a motherfucker. Right. Which, that would motivate me to go faster, but, you know, whatever. Uh, so he gets up there, and he fucking gra- he's got the fucking extension cords. Well, what he's been saying the whole time is that the hooks, your 
that <clears throat> muscles can support the weight of the hooks. Yeah. He said that in his book. He's been telling that to everybody. Well, guess what, motherfucker? <laughs> it cannot. He's he's he got to the... reach for those electrical cables to Oof. power him up to save his girlfriend, and uh, boom, your boy falls straight down to the ground. Before he he gets him in. about an inch from being plugged in, and it fucking rips out his fucking right pecs. Out of the chest, dude. He's down. He fails miserably. His wife gets baked alive in like a human fucking smoker. Uh, yeah, okay. it's a brazen. Bull. Yeah, yeah. Brazen while, while he has to watch, I mean, and, up and she gets smoked to death. Man, what the fuck? He's just screaming. Like, ah! He reminded me of the Devil's Carnival. So then back in, uh, back at the police station, Hoffman's got uh, Jill finally. Yeah, they killed fucking everybody. Kills everybody up there. Puts her in the goddamn the OG, OG bear, bear, reverse, reverse bear trap. Reverse bear trap, man. Yeah. Which this is the first time in the series that we actually get to see it work. Yeah, yeah. 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 Amanda beats it. Yep. Yeah, Amanda, everybody beats see, it. Uh, actual bear trap at all. Yeah. 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 That's cool, man. That's cool. So we get to see that OG bear trap work for finally. It yeah. rips fucking Jill's face off completely. Gone. Gone. Uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. To all the women in this movie that oof. died because of uh, a man's actions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that really were no fault of their own. And, uh, yeah, especially rest in peace to Jill. Yeah, she was Jill, just... you know, she became, she had to do what she had to do after John died, you know, because that's what the game called for. And then this dude, uh, Bobby's wife, just got killed because he was lying. Like, all these unnecessary deaths, man. I put game over for Jill. Game over, Jill. We get that, uh... Bye-bye. That gonna, moment. Hoffman, that sweet, sweet Hoffman's going to blow up his little shop he's got. He does, and then... Yeah, we see a uh, little <clears throat> Billy Puppet get burned, so... We get our big reveal. As he's walking away from the explosion, a true man never looks at the explosion. Yeah, he, his he eyes didn't. Face fucking forward, never looks back. Badass. No Hoffman was the badass of the Saw series. But then, boom! He meets his untimely demise. Three motherfuckers with pig masks come Yo. out. Yeah, and get his ass. It's, it's, uh, and we're like, uh, who the fuck yeah. is this? And then it's revealed to us that Doctor Gordon. Doctor Gordon, oh shit! It's Doctor Gordon. He's, I knew they didn't just bring him back for the fucking beginning of the movie. He's been there the whole time with Jigsaw. Oh, and Hoffman. The whole time. Hoffman and Amanda knew nothing about it, no. I guess. So we get this third, <laughs> this third accomplice into the uh, into the picture. Yeah. Third protege, I should say, I Gordon. guess. And man, that was just fucking insane. He shows he's been held the whole time, man. And Saw Two, he's the one that put the damn the key behind the guy's eye. Yep. Uh, and uh, for the um, for the Iron Maiden yep. thing he wore. And Saw Five, he's the one that sewed the guy's eye together. And yep. Like, so he's been there the whole time doing stuff for, and uh, for um, Jigsaw. He takes him back to the to where it all began. Yep, he brings him back, back to, to the, the bathroom. OG bathroom. Gordon locks Hoffman up uh, by ankle to the radiator. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Hoffman reaches for the saw. Game over, Hoffman. Gary <laughs> uh, doesn't let him, or Doctor Gordon does not let him have the saw. Nope. Fuck says, that. I don't think so. Voice. Slams that sliding door. And we get our final game over of the series. Biggity bam. Boom, it's over. Or so we think. Dun, dun, dun. Final game over for the series, that's so what we think. For seven years. Yep. For seven years, yeah. Alright, so that's pretty much Saw 7 in a nutshell. That's the whole actual original Saw that's franchise. The, yep, man. that's our original canon for the Saw franchise. And it's good. I think they tied it up really nicely, <clears throat> man. 
Uh, yeah. The inclusion of Dr. Gordon being involved is cool because it gives you as a fan incentive to go back and watch him yeah, all yeah. over again and then just think, did they have this plan from the beginning? Was he actually helping, you know? And there's that motive that they kind of drive into your head of Jigsaw actually helped people. Yeah. Like, the people that overcame his traps and worked, uh... He put them to work. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> they thought they were better people for it. Yeah, you know, they appreciated their life after that. It's insane, man. So it's got a, it's got a moral to it. It definitely does. Yeah, the whole series itself. And then I definitely think that this one is probably the weakest in the franchise. Yeah, yeah definitely. But it's nowhere near as bad as I remembered it being when I first watched it. So I'm thinking that those factors of me not watching. Uh, four, five, and six were probably like that. Probably had a little bit to do with it. <laughs> Uh, you know, all that shit. But all in all, there's not really a terrible Saw movie. No, so really all, not. This one's fucking bad. There's not one that I wouldn't say, good. like, oh, I don't ever want to watch that one again. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so that's what we got for Saw 7. We're going to take a little break here, and then we're going to come back and talk about the most recent installment to the franchise until Spiral comes out. Jigsaw. Jigsaw. 2017. The beginning of the reboot franchise. <laughs> So hang around. Hang. Hello, Mitch. You've admitted to selling a boy a motorcycle. But you've not told the entire story, have you? $600 for a bike that you listed in excellent condition. Even though you knew the brakes were faulty, you took his 600 bucks. And in return, you delivered him to his end. He was my nephew, and he never hurt anyone. The device you see here has a unique power source. It's the same engine that graced the bike you sold my nephew. However, I assure you, the brake lever for this one works perfectly. Look, you're, you're right! Avoid the dangers around you. Hit the motorcycle brake handle, and the motor will stop. Oh, Live or die, Mitch. The choice is yours. And welcome back, y'all. We are back for uh, the last segment of our jigsaw, our franchise. Uh, fuck, our saw. <laughs> get it out, get it out. Our saw franchise. Um, revisiting, viewing, reviewing. Uh, Saw April. This will be the last episode of Saw April. The last little piece of it here. Um, Gotta say, Jigsaw definitely has my favorite poster of the whole... Yes, yes. It's Tobin Bell, but his face is painted. Yeah. It's like a cracked version of Billy the Puppet. Yeah, it's tight. It's really cool. And um, once once all this is done, I'm going to actually be doing a a, uh, timeline and franchise ranking for Patreon. So go on over there and check that out. Whenever uh, you hear this episode, it will already be out. Put a little bit of money out there and we'll find out what's yeah. Ryan's favorite saw film. And right now is the best time to join the Patreon because I re- recently lowered all the levels. So nice. the the early access level is 3 bucks, and then the bonus content level is 6 bucks. It so it's super it cheap. 10, right? Yeah, it was 10 yeah. for the bonus episodes. Cool. Yeah. So you could throw down six dollars listen to me and Ryan play. Six bucks, man. Horror trivial pursuit. Yep, that one's on there. There's a horror trivial pursuit with uh, Mo also on there. Nice. Um, and hopefully when we have new guests on in the future, I'm gonna be doing it with them too. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, we're gonna do a lo- I think we're gonna do a live stream somewhere between the recording of this and the release of this, where we play horror trivia. So be on the lookout for that if you haven't already seen it already. Um, but yeah, Jigsaw 2017, seven years from our last entry in the in the Saw franchise, uh, directed by the Spirig Brothers, written by Joel, uh, not Joel, uh, Josh Stolberg and Peter Goldfinger. I don't know anything about any of those guys. They were both James Bond villains. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Goldfinger. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, we open with like a high speed chase in this one, which is fucking super out of place for the Saw franchise. Yeah, like but uh, guy on feet. Yeah, we got this. Running. We got this dude. He, he wrecks a car. He takes off running. Um, he keeps saying, "I gotta choose them or me." One of us says, "We gotta die." I'm not dying. Yeah, it's like a uh, there's like a standoff with the police. He's got like a like a. It's not even not only like a trigger. It's like an RC car remote almost. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he pulls it and. All the cops kind of just shoot at him to like disarm him, because they think it's a gun. Right. Which is fucking really that's socially relevant at this time because p- cops are just shooting the fuck out of people yep, for everything. Yep. Um, <clears throat> Especially now, don't leave your house. You get shot. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that turns out to be like the catalyst that starts the game. Uh, it's it's a group game. We have five people. Which is cool, man. The group games are the best. Yeah, I mean, it seems like I feel like every other movie is a group game, but I don't yeah. know for sure because no, because that uh, the four would have been a group game, but it's not. It's nah. just uh, a bunch of individual games yeah, going Saul on two, at the same time. Saw two, big group game. Yeah, then Saw uh, five, I think, is a is a group game. Nah, yeah, yeah. Hard, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's cool, man. Group games are the best. Yeah, so the first trap in the in the group game is the saw wall. Yeah, they're all they're, getting pulled. They got metal buckets on their heads. Yep, they're being pulled toward a wall with circular saws yeah. on them. And heads. the tape plays, and it's like a blood sacrifice. No matter what size, will stop your yeah. saws. And then one person's like, oh, "Oh, I understand that." Yeah, we get we actually have somebody who understands. <laughs> they actually listen to what they listen what they heard on the <laughs> tape, and she so she cuts herself a little. She's trying to tell everybody else, but they're all freaking out. Mm-hmm. So it takes her a minute to get everybody to eventually do it, and the last guy doesn't do it. Uh, he was like asleep. <laughs> he uh, he uh, he allegedly gets buzzed open and killed. Yeah, it cuts away before we see it. Um, second trap in that one, or actually, it cuts back to the the real world. Um, and we're talk we're we're with the guy that they shot, and we find out he's in a coma. Mm-hmm. Um. This is when they discover the first body, which is a bucket head hanging from a bridge. Yeah, hanging from a bridge, yeah. A lady's jogging by, and she notices a lot of people staring back at the opposite direction, and she turns so around. What are you guys looking at? Turns oh. around and <laughs> freaks the fuck out. There's a dead body up there. And when they get this body back to the morgue, they're checking it out. They find a jigsaw tape. Dun, dun, dun. It's a jigsaw and, flash drive. Oh, yeah, it's a flash drive. That's right. <laughs> They they, upgraded. they updated they it for upgraded. the for the Jigsaw's modern not technology. Real to real recorder anymore, buddy. He's, uh, <laughs> he's got a computer and oh, audacity, man. and he's probably got a USB interface. <laughs> oh God, <clears throat> he's probably got a podcast, man. So yeah, so that starts out, and uh, it's like a hint to how to get to the game yeah. for the cops. And our second trap is uh, the poison 
joint. Uh, they told them they all got to confess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all supposed to confess. You are all bad people. Confess. You're Billy the Puppet. Rides out yeah. big signs. Says confess. The tape plays and it's like one of They're you guys. They're all chained still. They're all yeah, yeah. Chains. They're uh, all still chained to the pulley. Being dragged towards another death device. Yeah. And, um, which one was it? I don't even remember. They were being, they were going to be hung by the chains. They were getting chains. dragged forward, yeah. forward and up. Yeah. By the chains. Uh, unless the purse snatcher amongst the group. Yeah. Who, uh, snatched a purse from a woman that then died of an asthma attack. Because, yes. you know, uh, criminals are cowards. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, there's three needles. One yeah. with a, apparently the purse snatcher has a virus inside of her. her yeah, there's, she's been injected with poison. You've been injected with something that's going to kill you. One of the syringes has a antidote. One has acid. Uh, and that will like, corrode you from the inside. Yeah, and then the other is just saline yeah. solution. Uh, the way you pick the right one is... Uh, There's it, numbers on her. And yeah. Just told them, like, pick the number that What's the, the most. Yeah, what is the value of uh, human what, life to you? What a life costs to you. Yeah. yeah. And it turns out that's $3.53. <laughs> because that's how much she got from the purse. Of the that's lady how much, died. yep, the lady died over $3.53. Uh, of course, we've got the macho man... <clears throat> that's also tied up with them. There's the guy in every movie who's yep. willing to kill everyone else so he survives. It's always the dude bro stereotype yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I don't give a fuck who dies. I'm surviving. So he is fed up with this woman just freaking out trying to pick a a needle. And he stabs her in the neck with all three of them, releasing, yeah. <laughs> releasing them from yeah. the chains. And they're like Oof. suspended in air at that point, too. So, you know, she, like, corrodes from the inside, from the acid one. She got Which is pretty fucking gnarly. pouring out of her ear, and her, like, face is bubbling. I want to say, uh, this is the best, like, we were talking about how the how the last one had the worst effects. Yeah, this one's got this the best, one's got the best sure. effects. Yeah, I mean, that's a whole, almost a whole decade of technology. Yeah. As well. Even Billy the Puppet's tapes got an upgrade, man. We see him later in the movie, fucking... He switched up from full screen to widescreen, Bubba. <laughs> he went from fucking 4.3 to 16.9, dude. Like, widescreen HD Billy the Puppet tape. You're like, damn, dog. Yeah. No more audio cassettes, no more VHS tapes. We are living salt in the future, bro. So we got uh, more police shit going on. They're trying to find out what the fuck's going on. Uh, there's a lot of red herrings in this one. Mm-hmm. A red uh, head herring. We got the we got the redheaded nurse, who is a super red herring. Wowzer, she's a super babe too. Then we got the detective as a red herring later on in the movie, mm-hmm. um, and the doctor up until uh, the very end is a red herring. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we get all that shit. We find out that the redheaded nurse is actually obsessed with Jigsaw yeah, and has recreated some the of traps the traps. At home. Which is is a tool to use to uh, make her look like the killer. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> one of the tech detectives on the case takes pictures of the doctor and the nurse hanging out in this room with all the traps built and everything. Um, and then we cut back to the game. Third trap is... Uh, Ryan ran through a door that says, no exit. Yeah. And his leg falls right through yep. the planks and gets tightened up in these... Uh, it's like fishing wire? Yeah, well, it's like a oh, trip wire almost. Trip wire, yeah. yeah. Real sturdy wire. Yeah. Rip through his legs. It's getting tighter. It's, right? Yeah, it's tighter and tighter every time he moves. There's a tape. They can't get to the tape. Uh, I forget what actually happens. Uh, oh, yeah, they get the... They, yeah, this is when they... the lever. Yeah. Set, the, set, his free, or set his leg free. Yeah. And then uh, the two... The, the guy and the girl there with Mana and Mitch... 
they go into the next room to like look for no they go into that silo yeah that's remember what yeah they're looking, yeah, yeah. They're looking around and they end up in a silo with another tape and that's where this hd billy tape yeah and then shit starts falling from the ceiling and the silo starts filling up yeah it starts filling up with and corn it's up to him on the outside now to pull that lever yeah. and free them as well so he's got the choice to make either lose his leg uh-huh. or the other two die he chooses to lose his leg he lets the other people to uh live he frees them and they've got <coughs> the whole silo fills up with like wood chips. Oh yeah, they almost these, die. Uh, metal instruments and objects are falling from the yeah. sky, like right in front of their face and stuff. And like, while they can't move, <clears throat> that's kind of terrifying. When he loses his leg, that's pretty fucking gnarly. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Homeboy is like really fucked up. He's like super fucked up. He, he's <laughs> losing a lot of blood. Uh, then our next trap is it's a big spiral machine. Yeah, yeah, it's the big cyclone uh, trap. That's uh, it's powered by a motorcycle, and it's got our uh, character Mitch getting lowered into it to try to get, get a break. Yeah, he has to reach the brake uh, handle at the very bottom to stop the trap. Uh-huh. Um, and he's trapped because he sold John Kramer's nephew a faulty uh, motorcycle. motorcycle for 600 bucks. Yeah, and somewhere between all this, when we've got some doctor, we've got doctor and nurse shit going on, it's revealed that the doctor has scars on his back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just see it. That's we don't know what they're yeah. from or anything like that. Maybe that dude's got kinky sex life with yeah, that redhead chick. Maybe. That's what I thought firsthand, you know. Uh, so this is about the time where uh, the doctors are really, the doctor and the nurse are really being suspected. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one detective shows up at the doctor's house and he's like, I'm going to need you to show me them wrists, bro. So <laughs> yeah, with the tank of size, like. We get a little, we get a little bit of the one-liner-ish stuff in here, too. <laughs> Um, yeah, that shit was funny, dude. And honestly, saw the final chapter is the first one through, and maybe laugh. Yeah, out yeah. The first trap, but just the dialogue there and like the pushing of the saws. <clears> was funny, so he convinces that detective that it's not him; it's the, d- the other detective. Uh-huh. Uh, they go to the forensics lab or whatever, and he allegedly pulls out a bullet that belongs to the gun of the. Uh, the main detective. What's the main detective's name? Um, I can't remember any of these fucking people's <laughs> names. <man. laughs> names are, well, they're not uh, <clears throat> No, not in this movie. Um, uh, we'll call him, we'll call him Detective with the Mustang. Halloran. Halloran, yeah. Halloran. Yeah, yeah. And okay. Logan is the doctor. Yeah, okay, so Logan pulls out this, this alleged slug of a 17, uh, a Glock 17, which is what Halloran shoots. Um, yeah, his name's Framing him up for the murder of uh, the guy who was in a coma but now is dead. Mm-hmm. He was found in John Kramer's uh, casket. casket after they the mayor ordered for them to excavate it to prove that he's dead. Yeah. Don't um, don't nope. Nope. Something's going on. Uh, so we get all that going on. Um, the doctor goes over to the nurse's house and is like, I've. She's like, I think I know where yeah, shit's where at. The they is. figure out where the barn is. They go out there. Halloran's coming behind them. Uh, they're going through. They're finding all the dead bodies, but the dead bodies are like decayed. Yep, been there. So we. This is when we figure out that what we've been watching is actually a trap that took place way before the first trap, the first game ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the proto game, if yep. you will. And uh, as they're going through, Halloran's coming right behind them. Uh, I forget what happens to the nurse in that along those lines, but she, she ends she up. She oh, she just gets away. Yeah, okay. She on foot, yeah. <clears throat> so she gets away. Uh, it comes down to Halloran and the doctor. What was his name yeah, again? Before that, you know, we have um, 
our two last characters, Anna and Mitch, after they've survived the spiral trap, they're oh the yeah yeah revealed yeah. that the games are ten years earlier because yeah. they awaken and they're in the room with Jigsaw. With Jigsaw, and yeah. And the viewer is still like, oh, how the yeah, fuck yeah, is yeah. he still alive and doing these traps right now? And their trap is uh. There's a shotgun plastered. It looks like they're supposed to kill each other to get out of their, uh, to get their key. But turns out the key was inside one of the shotgun shells, and when she fires yeah. it, it backfires, shoots her instead, and destroys both the keys in the process. Yeah, it says. I think he says, "Do the opposite of what you think you should do," uh-huh. or whatever. Which is like a, a fucking definitely repeating motive. He gi- he gives them like <laughs> a, yeah, he gives them a riddle of a explanation of what they're supposed to do. Right. And but uh, one of the guys had uh, he that was in the trap. He had accidentally like caused a drunk driving accident with his brothers yeah. and killed all of them. And the other woman had she suffocated, suffocated her fucking her baby child and blamed it on her husband uh, rolling over the child in her sleep in his sleep. So they had both done their crimes that John wanted them to pay for. So the shotgun thing happens. They end up getting stuck there. Yeah. Well, and, she's dead. Yeah, she's she's blown. She gets backfired. He's stuck. He can't get out because the keys are destroyed. And those are the two bodies. Mm. Yep. Finding that next scene. I've been. We we'll get those crusty old fucking corpses. So now it opens up with Logan the doctor. Yeah, and Halloran in their and trap. Halloran the detective in the trap. And their trap is it's like super cool, the most high tech yeah, trap. This trap is fucking entire franchise. Next level shit. Laser beams. Laser collar. Lasers are like shooting up. That shoots columns of lasers and their face. They're gonna come. The the only way they can stop it is by confessing to their crime. Confessing to their sins. Uh yeah, so Logan confesses but still gets allegedly killed uh-huh. it uh blows up his neck and it doesn't really like cut through his head like you think a laser yeah. would but he falls down and he's dead in the floor uh then halloran is halloran's turn and he starts confessing and the lasers do stop he confesses that i killed innocent people they yeah yeah die and lasers disappear he's, he starts confessing to being a shitty cop and, and all this other Twist time! Bickety bam! Our boy Logan steps up. Hey. He's been alive the whole <laughs> time. He didn't die. <laughs> he shows him the blood capsules attached to his uh, his collar, and then turns he turns out the barn games occurred ten years ago. Yeah, ten years ago, and he's been working with Jigsaw the whole time. He was the man that we thought died in the very first trap. Yeah, he was actually part of the game that we were watching the whole time ten because years ago. He his reason for being there is he accidentally swapped out the x-rays for John Kramer way yeah. back in the day and caused him to seem that his cancer wasn't as far as long as it was. Yeah. So whenever he is about to die from the first trap, John Kramer comes in and saves his ass. Yeah. Saying, um, hence he should die because of an honest mistake. Hence why he had the scars on his back uh, from earlier. From that, yeah. That's where the scars come from. And then he's just like, you know what, hollering? I'm going to make everybody think this was you. Yep. And, and so they, it turns out he was the first apprentice the whole time. Yep. He's he's, he's a, a third uh, protege. Yeah, fourth. Yeah, fourth, because Amanda, the, yeah. But the OG, the initial, he's the very first one. Yeah, well, yeah, he was the first He was the first apprentice for uh, Jigsaw, and quite possibly independently of all the rest of them. Yeah. We don't know if it ties in any at all to Dr. Gordon or and that's Hoffman. This leaves us with some open-ended questions. Yeah. This, in, this ties up in the end, but also opens up a lot of new ones. Yeah, but let's not skip over the fact that we do get that laser death. We do. He yeah. his head right over Halloran gets his... Steak. He looks like the fucking Demogorgon from goddamn... That uh, and the, um... <laughs> the... Oh, it starts with a U, I can't remember. Resident Evil... 
Oh uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about, Los but I don't. Lagos, that's what's called. I don't know the name of it. Their mouth. Yeah, and it looks just like that. Oh yeah, it's yeah. All, it's it's nice and fucked yeah, up. The Los Plagas from Resident Evil. So Lagos. yeah, we got we got we got a lot of questions now. We've got some answers. Yeah, how the fuck does this Logan guy tie into all the Saw movies? So I'm thinking Spiral is definitely a sequel to this. Spiral yeah. is Chris Rock probably got the idea and was able to he watched uh, this Jigsaw movie and probably came up with a story with these characters maybe. But we've got to figure out how Logan and Gordon. Well, see, uh, what Gordon I what I had read is that uh, either Darren Lynn Bowsman or Chris Rock one said that it wasn't a direct sequel to, to mm-hmm. Jigsaw, but it did take place in the same uh, universe. It's yeah. the same timeline, so it's not like a re- remake or a reboot. It is a sequel, but it's not like what my understanding is of a direct sequel is it don't it will not involve the characters from this this it's gotta have Logan in it it doesn't it doesn't though because it could be just a it could be a movie carrying on the legacy of Dr. Gordon and his uh Jigsaw murders you know because Logan's doing it now though yeah but Dr. Gordon never went away though yeah so how Logan and Dr. Gordon are working together they could be. Yeah, it's going to be both of them. Yeah. That's my prediction for Spiral. It's Logan and Dr. Gordon. That's the beautiful thing, though. They're doing a really good job at keeping yeah. all the information yeah, under tra- under locks. Yeah. <laughs> this movie's ready to come out, yeah. and nobody knows shit about it. Nope. And I think that is beautiful, because in the year 2020, that shit doesn't happen. It's hard. It's hard to That shit spoilers. does not happen. Spoilers I mean, I are abundant. I watch too many trailers, but I did watch the yeah. trailer for Spiral, man. It and the trailer gives you nothing, too. too. The trailer so gives you nothing. Good, uh, same thing with the Candyman, the new Candyman yeah, movie. Yeah, I didn't watch the trailer for that. So, I'm not. Oh, it's good. I'm just going to watch it. It doesn't give anything away either. Okay. It's a good trailer. It's yeah, a really good trailer. I watching trailers, man. It's just, <clears> if there's a movie I want to actively <clears> see, <throat> I will not watch the trailer. I mean, it, it gives it gives a touch away, but I don't yeah. think it gives anything, like, important away. Right. The reason I watch them trailers is, like, to see if I want to mm-hmm. see a movie. Yeah. To see what it's about. But you know you want to see this shit. If, like, that Godzilla yeah. versus King Kong movie. I'm not watching a single trailer for that. Yeah. I'm going to the theater... And the teaser, just the, just the teaser for Candyman is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like five seconds long, and all right, it is, right. is it's, you can't avoid stuff like that. All it is is motherfuckers saying Candyman, right, and cool. it's fucking that's amazing. Cool. Yeah, I'm just it, I'm it, not going to sit down and watch a trailer for a movie. They put a they put a creepy fucking version of Say My Name by fucking Destiny's Child in the trailer, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like my my dick got hard. Like I was just fucking sitting there fully erect. I felt like fucking that's fun. Goddamn, I felt like I was on gas station fully dick pills. Right. I was just. Boom. <laughs> Bam. But yeah, that's that's the Saw franchise wrapped up here. And we highly recommend it here at Martell's Movie Madness. Until Spiral comes out. Uh, we will eventually be doing an episode on Spiral. Mm-hmm. Uh, that day, maybe. Whenever it happens. Probably eight months from now. I'm yeah. Um, I think it did get a release date. I think it's like October. It's oh, okay. October now. Yeah, that's tight. But initially they didn't want to compete with a certain other movie. I don't remember what it was. It's probably there. a fucking Marvel movie. Uh, no, the only, there was only one Marvel movie on slate for this year. No, there were there uh, were two originally. Was Black Widow and the Eternals. Yeah. And uh, Black Widow got pushed to the Eternals release. <clears throat> so the Eternals ain't coming mm-hmm. anymore. Black Widow's in November now. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. It may have been the Eternals. It yeah. May have been that, but I, I want to say it might have been another horror movie though that they were. Could have been. Could have been. Because yeah, it went Candyman. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Nope. But uh, um, that was the reason for the May release. That's why we were getting it. But yeah. Soon. So, like, I'm going to, whenever I do the Patreon-exclusive episode for the Saw franchise, basically what I'll be doing is just kind of breaking down the timeline, letting uh, everybody know where everything falls in order, which is pretty much sequential to the release of the movies, so it's not too much different. Um, 
I will be talking about like uh, I will be giving them the Martell scale ratings, so they'll have a one through five rating or zero through five rating. Um, what yeah. movies have you ever given a zero? Oof. <laughs> I don't know that I've given a zero. I, I'm, you haven't? I might have given Bird Dimmick a zero. Uh, I gave. I think I gave Threat a zero. Okay. What's Threat? Not good. Threat. Threat with a T threat. is not good at all. Yeah. It's bad. But uh, yeah. So th- be be on the lookout for that whenever this episode drops because it will probably already be out. Um, again, the the what, Patreon threat from. No, it's just called Threat. It's a really uh, it's a, a hardcore kid and a hip hop revolutionary whose friendship is doomed. By yes, the that's it. Yes, that's it. Sounds interesting enough. No, it's not. It's bad. <laughs> it has a good concept. Like yeah. the idea of the movie is good. Uh, the execution is fucking awful. But like you can tell, it's just some kids that wanted to make a movie and they made a movie. They so won I awards. I commend them for that. They won two but awards. it's bad. It's not good. They won a grand prize for best feature at a film festival in Switzerland. Oh, okay. And the uh, and a special mention prize at a film festival in Rome, Italy. Oh, wow. And, so uh, what we learned there is Europeans have <laughs> fucked up taste. They have really bad taste. Yeah, the, the reception to it's really good. Too. Oh, it's bad. And if you I'm telling you. It's zero. It's funny. It's not it's good. I, I don't think I gave it a zero. I think I might have gave it a one. Yeah. But still, oof. Okay. It was hard to watch. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to be around. If you okay, so you gotta find out. If you've rated anything zero or not, and I want to be here. yeah, I'll look I at it. See the movie that gets the first fucking zero. I'll look I'll back and see it. if I gave anything a zero. Um, today, man, we'll have to promote the hell out of that podcast. Oh man, so um, the pay for the Patreon, you just go to patreon.com slash Martell's Movie Madness. Uh, capitalize that M. Uh, also, for more information, updates, and stuff about the show. Uh, it's at Martell's Movie Madness on Facebook and Instagram, at Movie Madness 69 on Twitter. 69, dudes! Cagney, let them know where they can find you at. Uh, you can find me at the Sylvia Theater in York, South Carolina, whenever the economy opens back up. But in the meantime, I'm on Facebook, Cagney Larkin. Instagram is Cagney Likes This. And you can add me on Snapchat at Big Homie Cagney. That's right. And, uh, that's what we got for y'all here on Martell's Movie Madness this episode. Uh, this is the end of Saul April. Um, that's, that's it. Yeah, Saul's a good movie, man. You guys don't cheat yourselves. I mean... Uh, don't be afraid to throw them on. You may have forgotten about them. You know, it's always worth a revisit. And I was one of those guys. I was one of those guys that always hated on the Saul franchise. Yeah. But now, I'm, I think I'm a Saul franchise fan. They've got their merits. I'm a guy. They, they stand I, strong, even after all this time. Saul, especially the first film, holds yeah, up I always, so well. I always went to bat for the first two. But I never really... I always thought that three through eight were all three through seven were all garbage, and then eight was good again. But now that I've watched them all again, I'm yeah, I can definitely say that they're all pretty solid films. Yeah, they're definitely good movies to throw on a group of friends. Yeah, man. if you guys for sure, out, for sure, you want something on the screen to talk about and just comment on, throw on Saul. Go have a good time. Yep. Well, thank y'all for listening. Uh, while you're socially distancing and quarantining, stay six feet away. Masturbate uh, twice a day. Now it's the best time, more uh, better time. There's no better time than now. So let's watch some fucking movies. Let's watch some fucking movies. Well, it looks like you survived. This time, come back.